now and uh just so everybody knows there's been a slight connectivity issue with elliot so boris drunken sword might be coming in and out but we'll just make do so so you guys are on the road uh heading back towards daoju and there were 15 bowmen and a long mahal sub chief of some kind waiting for you there indeed and uh We'd come up with a plan that I would try and go out and uh, challenge the Long Marhall chieftain person, perhaps provide a small distraction, whilst the other guys attempt to maneuver themselves so they can uh, take out the bowmen. Okay, so do you want to approach him in that case? Do we want to do it that way, guys, or do we want to just have me try and rush in and stab him? Um, well, give, give us like a second to round, uh, like. I don't know, count to 20, and then, or, or how long do you think us to like actually go around so that we have like a a good ambushing spot on the um, the archers? I mean, provided they haven't seen us yet, I'll wait for them to get established, you know, a bit beforehand, like 30 seconds arbitrarily before I go out, if that would be beneficial. Because we've noticed them, they haven't noticed us yet. Is that okay, Brendan? What do you want to do? Uh, um, um, yeah, ha- have five. five uh, Thirty seconds to uh, confront them. Oh, I didn't quite catch it. Can you just repeat that, Elliot? Sorry. So basically, you want you want to get like thirty seconds. Give um, the rest of us thirty seconds head start to sort of like get in position, and then uh, he will slowly approach from the front. Okay. And, um, so we've got the five uh, constables and us two and. Uh, Dafang and Wuji trying to ambush the other archers. Okay. All right. So, all right. So, w- when you guys say get in position, where do you, where do you want to be situated in relation to them? They're kind of on, like they're kind of like on the road up ahead. So, is there anywhere that's slightly higher? I don't know. High, yeah, high there's some hi- there are some hills right? around, and and there's also some you know outcroppings of trees. So you could, you know, you could seek a hill, or you could seek uh you know an outcropping. An outcropping, I guess, so that we can sort of fire arrows and duck behind trees and stuff. Okay. Should, should we do it from opposite directions? We can kind of get a crossfire and make them uh, harder for them to run away. Yeah. Okay. Right. So do you want to take like three of the guys, and I'll take two of them. Okay. I'll do the heavy lifting then. Okay. So, uh, all right. So you guys get into position. And uh, Elliot, I assume you walk up to give your yeah. So what do you say, or what do you do? <laughs> I sent some lag coming on. I probably, but we'll try to work our way through it. We'll see what we can manage. I can, here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll swagger up drunkenly while swigging some of my sort of yellow yellow wine, mm-hmm. and I'll go, "Hey, now you one of those bastards from Longmar Hall." As I grip my sword by my, you know, by my waist and stuff, kind of loosely adopting my sword stance as I walk forwards. Okay, all the men sort of raise up their crossbows at you. Or sorry, no, uh, let me just make sure they have crossbows or bows, actually. Um, oh, no, the regular bows. Yeah, the regular bows, they're archers. So they raise up their bows at you and draw their strings back. And he says... I kind of like this bit on the floor in response to them raising their bows at me. 
He says, "I guess when they, when they raise their bows, I feel like I would immediately sort of give the signal to fire because um, that's a very clear threat." And... Okay, it's up to you. Do you want to fire? You can totally do that. Um, have, you would I'm... have surprise advantage in this case. So if you want to fire, you can. Um, yeah. They, and and uh, to be clear, with they're, they're just sort of drawing back and getting into position to fire at him. I don't want to get into. I don't want to get to the stage where they're all in position to fire, and then we like jump out, and they get a chance to let go of the arrows. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so the moment like they, they, they start pairing, like free. grabbing arrows and stuff, I will give the signal for everyone okay. to fire, and I will do a cathartic um, storm of arrows. Okay. And how many uh, men do you have with you? I got, I got two on my side, and um, Daphne's got three on his side. Okay. All right, so, uh, Kenny, why don't you roll first for your attack? Um, so, Cathartic Storm of Arrows is uh, 10 foot by 10 foot per rank of YJ and Chi. So, we are, what, Chi rank 3? Uh, yes. Plus 2 YJ, so 5. Is that a 50 foot by 50 foot area? That would, uh, let me just, yeah, that would get all of these guys. They're they're not widely spread out at this point. I fire a single arrow that splinters into shards and rains on them or something. <laughs> okay, make a make a roll. Um. So, no, so range ten plus bow plus be ten for the bow. Uh, I got a 10, two ones, and a three, so I am glad for that 10. <laughs> All right, so they are going to try to counter. Um... But are they surprised? Can they counter if they're surprised? Oh, that's a good point. They can't counter. Um... I think. Yeah, we'll say they can't counter. That's reasonable. Um... And then I'm gonna I'm gonna re- I'm gonna resume this conversation after the po- after the recording to uh, to decide ultimately whether we want to go with that. But yes. So, why don't you roll damage? Uh, so that's normal damage, so 3d10. Uh, plus 1d10 for the crit. And it's open also because it's a prize? Yes. Uh, 7, a 6, 3, and a 1. Alright, um, you see their hardiness? Okay, so I guess to um to your dismay, uh, none of them drop to the ground, but the arrows do sink in, and everybody everybody there gets hit, but they're all still standing. Um, and you have two constables with you, right? So they both fire their arrows and they miss. And, uh, Stephen, what are you doing? Because you also have surprise in this situation. Um, Elliot, you won't have surprise because you're standing right in front of them, but but they're hidden. Um, I'm also going to fire an arrow at one of the archers. I got a two. All right, so that misses. So you're you're with Kenny's constables. Um, And you have three constables. This does not bode well for me, does it? (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) There are three constables with um, so, with Darfang at the moment. So all three fire. One of them hits, and he hits really good and gets the guy right in the head. And uh, 
Oh man, hold on, let me see. Um, this is gonna come down to hardiness. Um, so he hits the guy right in the head, and it like doesn't even penetrate his skull. It just sort of collapses to the ground. <laughs> and so the so all these archers are still standing, and um, and the uh, the leader of the group he sort of he sort of puts his hands out like this for his men not to do anything, and he uh, and he says. He says, we can end this or we can resume this. It's up to you. And he's looking at you, Elliot. I'm going to... How long until I can rain of arrows again? This is like... He, he is just talking. So the moment, the moment Elliot makes a decision, that's sort of when initiative gets back into play. I'm going to pull out a gourd of wine unplug it and then just pour it all over my head and you know some of it in my mouth and stuff before shaking it off like a damp dog and throwing the gourd away resuming my grip on the sword and just you know kind of sniffing my nose at the uh, long my whole guy and just going are we gonna fight and uh, uh, yeah i guess i'll go to attack him okay all right make a uh, speed roll everybody cool <laughs> Got a six and a two. I got an eight. Um, I've got an expertise in speed initiative, so let's see. Oh, hi. Um, I got a nine at the highest, plus three from sword stance initiative is twelve. All right, let's see what this guy gets. A doubt a twelve. Hoping at least. Maybe he's got the same exact situation as you. Um. Well, is he a drunken fighter too? I ain't giving him my wine. Um, he doesn't look like a drunken fighter to you, but that doesn't mean he isn't one. Um, he does look a little bit more gregarious than the previous Long Mahal people you've seen. Um, oh, damn. All right, so... Yeah, things... All right, so... Just full disclosure, because things are a little dire at the moment. Um, uh, he... And his men both got tens on separate rolls for their speed. <laughs> Elliot, you do get to go first, but there's going to be a shitload of bowmen going uh, right oh, after. I can I can expect that, but who, who gives a fuck? Ultimately, you know, Keep you got to be wise. You got to be the candle that's willing to burn bright. You know, well, well burn brightly. Um, yeah, drink yeah, more I'll wine so that your heart before I get snuffed out in a couple of rounds. Drink more wine. Go. Drunken sword. Well, actually, I'd already said I'm probably drunk to the state of two two degrees of drunkenness, so my hardness would be nine at the moment. So that's nice. Drink more. Get ten. Drink even more. Can you drink more, boys? I need a bit more alcohol. Okay, one ten. Sorry, just looking up the thing for this technique, but I'm going to use Blade of a Dancing Fox, if that's all right. Yep, that's I'd all like right. I'd like to do it cathartically, if that's okay. That is fine. Cool. So it's speed against parry. So I use 3d10 because the expertise and initiatives doesn't work out. All right, he is definitely going to try to counter. Um... Uh, I got a nine at the highest. All right, so let me see if he even counters that or not. You got a nine? Yeah. All right, he got a ten. Oh, so fucker. He, uh, he, 
so so you go in to strike him and um yeah. and and he channels some kind of chi through his body and your and your weapon just falls harmlessly against his flesh. Um Asshole. Alright, so so alright, so that's it's obviously a bad situation. Um Yeah, probably not good. And uh all right, let me just get rid of this thing. Is is this thing me? <laughs> no, 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 document. No, document. <laughs> it was uh let me just get rid of this annoyance in my way. <laughs> no, I had I had the wrong document up, so I wanted to make sure I had the right no, one. No, fuck this whole thing. TPK. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, he he has uh he has pretty much one choice before him, and, uh... Facilitize himself before me, and accept that I'm the greater swordsman. <laughs> What's your parry? Uh, it's a seven. Alright, so... This guy's wearing those same iron claws as the last guy. Dickhead. And he misses <laughs> you. He, swipe... he yeah, misses you, so... My hat. Huh? My hat threw him off. He tried to go for the head thing, but my big hat was in the way. <laughs> All right, so the the bowmen all fire at you. Um, okay. All right, so bring, let's bring see. Bring it what, on, bowmen. Let me see what they're rolling for this. All right. What's your evade? My evade is five. All right, so uh, so I'm gonna do it by uh, groups of five. Uh, the first group of five, one of them gets a ten. One of them, get, what did you say your evade was? A five. Five. Okay, one get six, eight, and ten are the hits. So three arrows okay. are gonna hit you. In this first I mean, three, three, three clumps of arrows, but what if I did a cathartic deflecting canopy? Um, are they firing in a single wave of 15 arrows? Yeah, they the are. Question. So, but you're going to... You, mm, uh, hold on. I suppose... Because it does cover, like... Uh, An area. It would oh. be a 60-foot... Uh, <laughs> oh. do, do you have the technique up? Yeah, I've got the technique up. It's Yjar Athletics TN6 Counter G1. You unfurl your robe, a piece of fabric, or even bits of stone and dirt to create a glorious protective canopy against incoming attacks. On a successful canopy, right protects against projectiles in an area before you 20 feet per rank of Yjar, reducing damage dice of such attacks by 1d10 per rank of Chi. Or if you use it cathartically, you can rebound the attacks at the uh, the, uh, the attackers. What is the uh, uh, what is the it's TN eight actually because of the TN eight yeah, because TN8. it's updated rules. Yeah. So, so make your roll and then we'll we'll see how many more of these we need to even make. Okay, athletics three d ten cathartically aiming to get a TN eight. Wish me luck. Luck. Oh, I got two sixes and a, sorry, I got two sevens and a six. No eight. All right, so so that does not succeed. Does not uh, succeed. All right, so in that case, so the first three arrows hit you then, and let's see how much damage they do. All right, so one of them does oh, two. Nine. What's your hardiness? Nine. All right, one of them does two wounds because he got a ten. Um, the second one does one wound, and the third <laughs> one is the ten result, so he's rolling a little bit more, and he does a wound as well. <laughs> okay, so I'm on three wounds. Lost um, half my wounds as I get rid of all the arrows. Was, I think that was four wounds because it was uh, two wounds. Yeah, I'm on three wounds left. Oh, okay, all right. Um, and so let's do the next wave. <laughs> um, what did you say your evade was again? Five. 
Okay, all five of them hit. Um... I can't do deflecting canopy again because that was just for all of them. Beforehand. That was for all of them. So let's let's see what this damage situation is with these. Okay. Because they are going. Uh... All right. So your hardiness is a, a five, did you say? Nine. Nine. Oh, Nine. oh, okay. Then first one doesn't hurt you. Second one does a wound. Third one doesn't hurt you. Well, Fourth nice. one doesn't hurt you. The fifth one does a wound. Okay, I'm on one wound left, guys. All right, so there's well, another wave. Wave. One wave of arrows to go. All right, so there are three hits: a seven, an eight, and a nine. Um, okay. Your hardiness can't save you here. Oh shit! All right, you drop. Can I pull out a thing of wine and swig it? <laughs> no, no, this just drops you. You're dropped. Yeah. You're, you're was dropped. that uh, how many wounds was that? Was that just one or two? You're you're dying right now. Um, yeah. I'm dying, guys. Zero, basically. I hope you're happy. <laughs> so, um. All right. So, in that case. The, uh, I guess the guy will speak, seeing that you know he's falling, and uh, he, he, you know what he does? He he uh, actually, like, technically, it's your turn. So if you guys want to do something, you can do something before he he would speak. Rain of arrows, cathartically, or storm of arrows, rather. Okay. <laughs> I'm used to this by now. I'm, I'm just used to dropping the sword, going down in the face of glory, and then cleaning up after. <laughs> What's, what's your, you say you have nine hardiness? He does have nine hardiness. Okay. Yeah. With uh, with the alcohol. Without the alcohol, I'm on seven. <laughs> okay. That's the number that matters, actually, for the purposes of mm. what we're trying to track. Um, Whether I die. <laughs> yes. You just need to keep you drunk and you'll survive. My, my base. Right. I got uh, eight eight against Evade. All, right. all of them again. If they, if they haven't moved against all of them still. All right, let me well, just... To be fair, it's a 50, it's a 50 feet squ uh, squ square, so I think I hit all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 50 feet suck. Go, go, Kenny. He's our guy. Kill him. <laughs> Not sure if I'm good at chance. All right, so some of them might try to counter now. Hold on. What did you get on your attack roll again? Eight. Eight. All right, so one of them counters. Let's see here. And one more group. Hey, Kenny, you know what you should do? All right, Is that so four? Three, three of them managed to counter, and they counter in a similar way to the uh, to the chieftain, where they, they flow some kind of chi through their body, and the arrows don't penetrate. But the remaining guys are, are hit. Um, All right. Iron spirit, is it? It's, it looks like it? something like that. You're not sure the exact technique, but it looks like that sort of thing. Though you're on the ground, so I guess... I, mean, I was just talking out of character. <laughs> I did roll a 10, a 7, and an 8 on damage, though, so that's 10, two wounds to anyone oh. didn't counter. Do you want to Do you want to kill, or do you want to draw, just... Kill. <laughs> kill. So All right, so they, they fall to the ground, and you believe that they're dead. The other guy is uh, is still standing. Um, and the, the constables, so they go with me, two of them. Oh, um, yeah, I guess in that case, since you dropped everybody, I guess they'd fire at him. Um, 
Alright, one of them hits him. Alright, so he's take he takes one arrow from one of your constables, Kenny. And Stephen, what about you? Okay, uh, how far away would you say I am from him? At this point, you're about 30 feet away from him. Okay, I'm going to approach um, about 15, 20 feet closer to him and use storming daggers cathartically. Okay. Big man. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, like me away against a fade. I got a 9 at the highest on the attack. Alright, that's going to hit. Let me just see if he counters. He does not counter. Do you know how to roll damage for that one? Yeah, I'm just double checking. It's just make one damage roll for all of them. Oh, I got one. <laughs> you got one? Yeah. All right. Okay, so uh, hold on one second. All right. Um, so it would be Elliot's turn again. I'm just tracking Elliot's health at this point. And, um, and there are equivalents of like. I mean, assuming that I've got oh, my sword stance, I'd be on a nine. Actually, I was supposed to roll two d10, I think, for that. And I only rolled one. <laughs> oh, did roll you roll the wrong number? Oh, I got four. I got four. Okay. Better than a one. Well, you still, your constables still get their shots, um, but none of them hit him. And, so uh, who's up at the moment? Is it just the guy? It's just the guy and the two of you and your constables. Okay. He, uh... well, at least you'll have to pick one direction to go in. Either towards Wuji or towards Dalfang. Yeah, I guess he's going to have to take an action against one of you. Um... I mean, they both split, split off, you know, to be on separate sides. So. Precisely in case that kind of thing happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, precisely. You guys predicted it down to a T, obviously. So, we're going to send Drunken Sword in as the decoy, as usual. He's going to fall right, down. He's got one option. He's got one option. Um, it's a rarely used technique, but... Um... And then we catch the boss. The rarely used technique is called Beguiling Stare. He, he locks eyes with you and makes you fall in love with him. And then, with the charm, you attack your own teammates. It's a common Pokemon use. Like, move. That was literally like the Ogreus that we saw, wasn't it? All right. Yeah. So, so he's gonna walk up. Uh, he's gonna walk up to Delphung because he's closer, and and he starts just unleashing a you know series of razor strikes at you, and with what with his claws? With his claws, and you can see it's like cutting through the air as he's doing it, and uh, he gets a ten. He gets a ten on his ten. Huh? Oh, I, was, I was just commentating it. I was hoping we'd get a natural one, and then when he got a ten, I, I exclaimed, "Fucker!" <laughs> yeah, he got a ten on his attack roll against. All right, I will whirling dodge then. Good luck. <laughs> uh... And you can also see it's creating like a um a weird pattern of energy around him as he does it. Okay, I'm gonna do this cathartically. <laughs> 
Oh, I got an eight. <sighs> All right. Um, okay, so what? Uh, what chi rank are you right now? Three. Okay. Oh shit! All right, so we got a total success. So. Bye bye. Right, so you get no, you get bye. knocked back, um, and land on the ground, and you're stunned for four rounds. Number one. Uh, number okay. two, the getting sent back like that uh, does damage to your body, and you take two wounds. Um, okay, and uh, and so you're you're stunned there for that for that time. And uh, Elliot, it's your turn, and the constable. I'm unconscious. Are, I'm sorry, not uh, sorry, uh, Kenny. Kenny's Kenny's <laughs> turning the constable. Save me, save me, brother. Yeah, um... Go on, I am going to use Rain of Arrows this time, uh, cathartically. You've only got one person to hit. Uh, that's Storm of Arrows, which is the multi-target. Ah, right. (laughs) Very confusing, I know, but... And what's Arrow Storm? <laughs> Something we made up, apparently. Maybe I'll, I'll invent it as a technique. It's, 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 it's a natural air, weather phenomenon we in the world. <laughs> it's an arrow nado. That's uh, a nightfall. Uh, so, Rain of Arrows, you knock multiple arrows. Uh, so, I fire an additional arrow per rank of chi plus two. So. That's five arrows in total. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, three plus yeah, five arrows in total. Um, and then roll damage once. It's like uh, it's like storming damage, yeah. right? Yeah. So four d ten against evade. Uh, that is two nines and two sevens. Line at the highest. And that's against evade. Yeah. All right. So that is gonna hit unless he can counter it. Uh, he's only got one counter worth using here. What did you get in, what was your highest roll? Nines and two seven. No, not nines at the highest. Okay, alright, so he does not succeed. Um, so you fire your arrows and they, and, and what is this when you're like, you're just rapidly firing a bunch of arrows at him? I will yell out when he drops that and I'm like, ha, and just like going to rapid fire mode, just chaining arrows at him. Okay, alright, so, uh, can you roll for damage? Um... Yep, so that's just one damage. For some reason, when you said chaining arrows, I thought of sausage links and stuff, and just like the idea of like loads of sausages just going into a bone and being shot out. <laughs> that like an interesting technique. Uh, I got nine at the highest. All right, that is going to work. Let me just double check it, but I'm pretty sure. Yep, hardiness of eight, so that'll work. Um, Have you muted? So that's how many five is that? Oh, that's just five. Exactly. <laughs> It's five wounds? Yeah. All right, so you fill him with arrows all in his chest. He's like, you know, at the end of, um, what was it? Uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Any, any Chang-Chi movie. Yeah, any Chang-Chi movie. <laughs> this is the end of Golden Swallow. He's just filled with arrows and stuff. Uh, <laughs> but he's still standing. And uh, and he... Uh, but, oh, shit, you got your constables, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right. Oh fuck! <laughs> five constables. Let's see if they hit him. All right. So one of them gets a nine. So uh, that's that's gonna hit. 
if uh, he doesn't um, if he doesn't make his uh, counter. And then he has to roll high on the. He got a ten on his counter, so he blocks. Okay. It, so he, um. All right. So, Kenny, how far away are you from this guy? Do you think? Well, how far away is the nearest tree outcropping thing that we said? I mean, there was you probably there? wouldn't have been more than sixty feet. No, but I'm trying to be generous because that, yeah. I wasn't specific about it. So. Yeah, I mean, we know that bows are two hundred feet away. <laughs> Say say we're fifty feet away. Okay. I mean that sounds. All right, so he's gonna charge at you in that case and strike with his uh with his claws. I think with his claws. Hold on, he might have a better option. Um, Rips an arrow at his chest and just stabs you with it. <laughs> no, he's uh. Okay, yeah, no, he's got another option that he's going to use, a much better option. So he charges and then, like, leaps into the air with a kick. And, uh, actually, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe this wasn't the best option in his case. Um, but he's doing it anyway. He's yeah. committed to the kick. Uh, <laughs> what's your carry? When you said leaps in the air with a kick, I just fought again to, uh, to Golden Swallow or... I, silver rock or whatever when he's doing the leap yeah. well i should have looked at his leg strike before i made that decision but um he got a four against your parry so nice. oh, yeah that's not gonna fly okay. i've got a five plus one from my um def uh, deflecting thingy nice but all right so so it's your turn again is in my face, having sustained a lot of arrow hits and he tried to jump at me <laughs> um <laughs> And is sort of landed next to me. I have my bow still. Use a thousand years of pain. Um, <laughs> do it. And you and and you feel like your friends might be running out of time here. Um, at least one of them. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not go too far. You can, you can like see the, the blood <laughs> seeping into the soil from the distance. Blood mixed with wine. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it blood? Is it wine? <laughs> Gulong ponders. The blood of boorish sword <laughs> compels me. And to finish things, I'm going to go for an, a rain of arrows again, cathartically. Okay. 40, 10. Uh, 9 at the highest. Alright, that's going to hit. Um, let me just see if he... Can does. he counter? He got a seven um, on his counter. Nice. Right, one damage roll for another five wounds to this fucker. Okay, if he's still standing up and taking these five, I'm just gonna slit my own throat. I'm just like, oh fuck it. Uh, ten on the damage roll. Right. Does that mean that it's ten wounds? No, it's uh uh. Yeah. It's, it's multiple wounds though, right? Yeah. But it's one damage so... roll, but. So like every hour. Do you want to kill him or do you want to let him live? Uh, no, killing him, of course. All right. So, so you actually no, no, no. Hold on. We need more. Uh, no, keep him alive. I'm breaking okay. his legs again. All right. So you just you just incapacitate him. Uh, he yeah. drops to the ground. He's filled with arrows and he's he's he's. Uh, Elliot's in very sorry shape and within within moments, Dalfeng will 
will come too. But before then, you need to figure out what to do with Elliot because he's dying. Can I just uh, quickly break his arms and legs and tell the constables to... Uh, yeah, no problem, mate. Him. You can break my arms and legs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to break the um, long guy and then I'll run up to Elliot and give him his arms. I get it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you I have really a medicine need to skill? the loot, guys, so I'll be five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I've got 2d10 medicine. All right, so why don't you make a roll to see if you can stabilize him? Yeah. Uh, seven at the highest. I think that's right, but let me just double-check it. I want to do this all by the book. I do not want to... Uh, uh... If I do come back to consciousness, I'll demand wine and to be put on the hand caravan, you know, like I'm sure the broken next guy will be. Cool. <laughs> Treating wounds, diagnosing. How about saving from death? That's all I really want to do. I don't want to heal him or anything. I just want to not be. Yeah, no, that's, I just want to make sure that you're getting the. Uh, that I'm doing it right. Uh, I don't want to. Uh... Alright, yeah, so you stabilize him. And, uh, and within moments, Dao Feng. Uh, he was just winded. Right? Can I give him like he was some, stunned? Like, a... he, he was stunned. Yeah, um, I, I imagine it would be more of a winded thing, sort of the, the knockback from him. Like, oh yeah, no, that was that was from the force of the blow. Like, he yeah, took, yeah, yeah, he took actual wounds from that. I'm I'm gonna like stand up, like coughing and spluttering. And like... you you get up, and there's 15 dead long long mahal bowmen in the road. Uh, you're you're really setting the bar high, brother. I've got a lot of catching up to do. I'll try and say <laughs> maybe around. you should um, maybe you should practice the bow with me some at some point. The rope dart is not an efficient weapon for murder. <laughs> well, I didn't use a rope dart. Oh, yeah, you didn't. And you're wrong. You staggers. <laughs> oh, because that, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find the daggers I threw and. I'll, I'll tell you to go. I'll, I'll tell you to scalp the um, the long Mahal people. Okay. How many scalps did the um, Lady Eighty Seven order? Thirty. Fifty. I don't know. I mean, if I bring back like half of the required amount, that's, that's a, a that's a considerable amount. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Can I try and find the daggers I threw at the guy from Long Mahal? Yeah, you can retrieve your daggers. So are you scalping them, Kenny? Um, I'm telling the um, I'm telling Daphne to scalp them. Yeah, I'll, I'll 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 get my daggers and use one of them to scalp them. Okay. All right. So you guys take their scalps and uh, and uh, Elliot, you're up, but you're barely conscious at this point. But he saved you. Like you're I'll on the brink of death. Like you could feel you could feel all of the you know you know the life leaving your body when he uh. When he, when he gave you some medicine and, and treated your wounds, I probably would have been really scared of losing my life whilst it was happening. But then, as soon as I returned to consciousness and realised that I'm being fed medicine, I'll kind of like slap away the hand and I'll go, "I don't need this. I need booze." <laughs> What's this stuff? Booze. That's what I need. <laughs> Oh, I, I, feel really I don't know. I, I, are you in shape to talk and make demands? Or are you so weak and like, I am a boo, and then I'm just sucking medicine in your mouth? <laughs> Can you, are you capable of sucking my hand away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, I, I ignore his uh, pro, uh, his uh, protestations, and I'll keep shoving medicine or whatever it is I'm doing. Okay. Yeah, there's not much you can do about it, Elliot, in your current condition. Um, He's administering some suppositories. Do you guys need the map again, by the way? I've got the map. Uh, Let me get in the chat. You guys are basically on the road between Tungan and uh, Daguan. On I think on your way uh, down. Well, I thought we were. Uh, had we? Was it just between Tungan and Daguan? I thought it may have been between Daguan and uh, Daoju, but I may be wrong. I could have sworn you hadn't made it to Daguan yet. Um, uh, I don't think we made it to Daguan as well. I think we just left. Tung'an did you not... Did you guys have anything you wanted to do in Daguan? We wanted to. No. We wanted See if you could find anybody to shift the celestial plume to? No, because our plan for that was to um, get the Swordmaster guy uh, to duel you, but you're obviously in no fit shape to duel him at the moment. But somewhere down the line. We'd... Swordmaster guy, that's for, that's for uh, Iron God Mung, isn't it? No, uh, Iron. Iron One. Iron one? No, no, not Iron one. We avoided him. He's the inspector. Yeah, but the, the swordmaster guy was to um, get him wounded so that he would have to visit our father, um, and we and we would get him a, um, hooked on celestial plume, um, and then right. use him to lure Iron one because they're best friends or something that, like that. Yeah, that's. Oh, okay, yeah. So if, if we can we, get the, the military inspector on our side, then uh, that's half the job done. And you, you, your father wasn't actually going to administer the plume. Your father was going to just. Oh, he was. He was going to administer the plume. That was. That was the. Okay. All right. But but we haven't gone around to challenging or finding a reason to uh, mm. administer any medicine yet. So. All right. So um. All right. So what are you doing? Go to the dark one and. All right, can I get a survival roll? Built for me. That'll be me. <laughs> Two D10, go! Seven and the three. All right, so you, you make it to Dagwan by midday. It's not a very long journey. Um, do you want to do anything while you're there, or are you just going to pass through? Maybe visit a medic? Um, probably pass through and try and get to Daoshu. Okay, all right. So in that case, you can make it all the way to Daoshu. It would have been one, a single roll just for that okay. journey. Um, and uh, you notice that the in, Inspector Wan's men don't seem to be present anymore. Um, and you reach the village. All right. Uh, head towards the apothecary. Okay. All right, so you go to your house, and, you know, you, you uh, your father is... Sort of... I'm sorry? Uh, I just made an innocuous comment. You see, it's burned down. And you know, no, no, <laughs> God, one's been around here, and <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the house is intact, and your father is in the garden. Um, I'll call out to get him to look at um, uh, Drunkman Sword. Please call me Borish. <laughs> he examines him. He says, he says, bring him in, into into the guest hall, and. Uh, and he, he brings out some, you know, uh, some of his supplies. And he starts placing medicine on your wounds. Excellent. And, uh, and you gain back two wounds from the treatment. Ooh. 
So I'm now in two wounds out of seven. Yep. And he put okay, some kind I'll... of weird pasty herb on your uh, on your wounds. I just shrug it off. Whatever. I I thank I thank uh, and Dalfang's father for his work. And did you did you take the uh, the chieftain as a prisoner? Or is he with you? Yeah. Yeah. He's okay, so you got him bound and everything. He's yeah. bound, and, and if, 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 if he shows any sign of getting consciousness, we'll just knock him out again. All right. Um, all right. So you're just gonna keep knocking him out along the way. Does he have any money on him? Uh, yeah, he does. We haven't really looted any of our people, have we? Yeah, no, we've been a bit too honourable for our taste. <laughs> you say I've seen broken disguise, arms and legs. <laughs> he has. Can he we, actually. Can we he actually make has it outside of a church. <laughs> yeah. He actually has nine silver tails on him. Oh. Um. I'll pass like one tail over to the constables and say, uh, "Here." Take this and uh, find yourself an inn and then have a relaxing evening. Uh, we'll rest in the village for the night. Meet us here in the morning. Okay, they, they, they smile and nod and they, they head to the row fish inn. Uh, I mentioned to give a tail or two to your father as payment for my treatment. Oh, and Kenny, oh, well, when, is the, uh, when is the meeting supposed to occur with Lady 87? Fifth of the elephant. What day is it today? Uh, if... It's the seventeenth of the dog moon at the moment. Okay, all right. So you got. Uh, let me see here. And did you guys already arrange where that was going to take place? Uh, yeah. Yes. At my uh, tune. All right. So you said it's the fifteenth of the dog moon. No fifth. Oh, fifth. The fifth of the dog moon. Okay, so uh, no, it, 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 fifth of the elephant moon. No, it's the seventeenth of the dog moon now. Seventeenth of the dog moon. So yeah. So you have about fourteen days because months are shorter in Chishien than our months. Um, days are longer. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, so I I don't know if that's significant for you or not, but just for information. I want to purposes. capture. Uh, burning household or something, don't we? Yeah. Just get a window. Yeah, I, I think you know. Uh, after sending the constables away, we'll spend the night at um at, at the apothecary. Okay. At your father's, you mean? Yeah, at, at dear old yeah. daddy's uh, shop. All right. Do you House. want to do it? Do anything else while you're there? Uh, nothing significant. Mm. I feel like I, I feel like given the numbers of people we're running into, I'm gonna try and teach Dao Feng, or make a start on teaching Dao Feng Storm of Arrows. Surely you can spare free EXP to learn it at some point, but yeah, <laughs> I'll start teaching the spare, actually. Do you need to spend it yet? But I'm just going to start like teaching you the basics of how to uh, fire a storm of arrows. Okay, so you're okay. going to start training him in that. Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, and and your mom is present. She's mm. she's alive. She doesn't seem pleased with you or your father. Um, 
She leaves you alone, but she uh, but she kind of keeps to herself while you guys are there. Um, so what what is I'm rather like staunchly opposed to um, dodgy activities. Um, you don't know. You you suspect she might not be as on board as your father was the other day when your father said it's time for the family to rise and yeah. <laughs> and all that. Well, well I'll, I'll, I'll rise well through drugs, boy. <laughs> I mean, is is the mother affectionate to us at all? Is she cold and indifferent? No, she's she's not cold and indifferent. She's affectionate towards you, but she's also sort of a, I I would say she's a stern woman. A bit disapproving. A little old-fashioned, maybe. Yeah, she just doesn't get it, you know. These days, it's all about the drugs. That's what's hip. <laughs> yeah, just trying to stay cool. You, you can always talk to your mom if you want. You know, you could. It's up to you. I can't <laughs> talk to my mom. Boris Drunken Swords left his village. <laughs> I mean, I guess talking to his mother would be a good thing. I mean, I suppose Boris Drunken Sword could talk to their mama. No, you, you're passed out probably from, like, all the medical treatment. <laughs> I've been recovered. I'll try and ask your mum about whether she gives you uh, foot wraps. I'll be sure to keep you away from my mother. Fine. I'll help. <laughs> okay, and you know that knowing your mom's personality, she'd probably expect you to like ask to meet in the middle courtyard during the daytime yeah well we'll meet and have a conversation like if she has anything she wants to say to us like i'll assure her that everything's all fine and that um yeah i i'm protecting uh daofang and trying to keep him out of trouble (laughs) but he is doing well and uh he is well looked upon by lady 87 she says, uh, your father has been mentioning things that trouble me. Um, no, it troubles me, the quality of a wine round here. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't think they've given you any wine at the house, so like any wine that you're drinking is stuff that you've brought yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting annoyed. That <laughs> quality wine. She says it wouldn't yep. be good to attract attention. Well, by providing your guest better wine? <laughs> I um, understand my mother's probably ignoring my character. <laughs> everyone's just treating your mumblings as the, the range <laughs> words of a very injured person. And drunk person. Don't forget that. <laughs> yes. Super drunk. <laughs> Two tiers of drunk in. <laughs> Probably, probably, probably maybe at this point probably three tears drunk. <laughs> um, what do I say to? Hey, do you have anything you want to say to Mother Dalphon? This is this fine, Mother. We're we're smart enough to not not bring attention uh, on us here, and even if we did, and even if any attention did um, come to us, we've got Lady Eighty Seven backing us, so no one will mess with us. She says there are more powerful people than Lady 87 in this world. If we die horrifically, she'll give you a retirement package. (laughs) (laughs) 
And this is why we must get stronger. We have to temper ourselves so that we can protect our family. You can protect your family by not drawing attention to it. If only it were that simple. Uh, there are countless tales of innocent people living along and being caught up in conflicts they had no part in. I do yeah, not want like us to parents. end up. <laughs> I do not want to end up without the means to defend us if anything happens. And if relying on Lady Eighty-Seven is the best way to do that for now, then um, that's what I will do. She just looks away from you. She says, "You can go." Do you have any wine? <laughs> I'll just go. Okay. Set, set up, set up it. Uh, oh, before we go, I'll just say, um, yeah. I, uh, I just, I don't know. What do I say? I promise. I'll just promise that. Um, You'll keep Dalfang safe. I, I, I promise that. I, I, we, I, I won't let her have to go to a f one, the funeral of her kids or whatever the Chinese equivalent of that is. You won't make her bury one of her own children? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That's probably the best I can say. As we leave, I say, don't bother inviting her to my funeral. <laughs> um, Alright, so uh, do you want to do anything else while you're there? Um, do you want uh, well, I mean, if we sleep the night, then we recover chi and wounds. That'll put me on five wounds. I can always try challenging this guy if you guys want. Uh... Mm, no. Um... So then, why don't we hurry back to my tune um, and mention to Lady X, well, first things first, handing this guy, you know, Hey, another one from Long Da Hall. We're making a collection. Uh, <laughs> we've we, we scalped uh, 15 of them. So we like, I also a basket or something to keep the scalps in. And you guys haven't been entered into ranks, ranked members of the family yet, right? No. No, not yet. Uh, to be honest, I think that it's probably about high time we go back to Lady 87 and give a kind of like update. We can give her all the information about Iron God Mung, how he's happy to come to my tune in two weeks and all that stuff. And his band that is asking for a favor to capture a burning mm. sword. Indeed. So, yeah, let's just head back to my chin. I suppose I should lead the, uh, the survival for the next day. Yeah, All right. Oh, and your father, your father goes up to you before you leave, and he gives you a bottle. And he says, this is my new Zhenberg cure. You should take it with you. If anybody should be wounded again, take one of these pills. Fucking sick. <laughs> well, Can the, I get the like operative word ever? is new. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just I'll just put my hand on the shoulder and go, Father, you are brilliant as always. Uh, take care, and we will see you soon. All right, he hands you this. It's a small gourd bottle. How many are in there? Do does it, does it, it sounds like, like there's three ball. pills in there. <laughs> Um, so I guess I'll roll uh, the first survival check of the day before I'm drunk. Okay, can you make a roll? I, I would happily make a roll. That is 
two d10. Where is it? Yeah. I got a 10 and an 8, so 10 at the highest. All right, so you make it to my June, no problem, by the next day. And uh, so that means there's, what, 13 (laughs) days before um, the meeting? So it is now the 18th of the document. All right, and uh, what do you do when you get to Dao? Uh, I'm sorry, not Daoju. Uh, my tune. Um, I think the first thing we should do would be to return to Brother Yan, um, so that we can return the carts and the constables. Then return the carts and the constables, and mention that we've captured another person from Longmar Hall. Um, then I suppose it's called this. Uh, it's probably around about like afternoon, I suspect. No, it's later in the day. It was a long trip. Okay. okay. In which case, we'll report this to brother. All right. So you go, right? To, your bro- you go to your brother's house. Yeah. And... and I think we'll intend to try and arrange for a meeting with Lady 87 tomorrow morning. Okay. All right. So your brother, That's... your brother accepts the prisoner and he says, you should know your wife is not home tonight. Oh, she has been sent on a huh. mission. Well, I hope she uh, stays safe on her mission. And, uh, you know, I'll be glad to uh, be able to sleep in my own bed tonight and not be pushed out of it or anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, brother? He nods <laughs> and sort of smiles. He said, how was the wine? Oh, yes, excellent as always, brother. Please, if you ever get more wine, always send it my way. I love my wine. <laughs> He nods and smiles. They've got the most interesting properties as well. Just makes me even more pissed. It's hard to find something that does that these days. He says, well, you are a true connoisseur. Of course, of course. You can't drink as much wine as I do to not be able to tell piss from proper good swill. And uh, he, uh, he, he, you know, he, he, he looks, uh, you know, like he's ready to retire for the evening and he, he has his men show you out. And uh, you go to your uh, to your residence. Um. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the servants like make a banquet and stuff, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna want to pay some people to play some music as well at the house. All right. How much do you want <laughs> to spend have on lively, musicians? I'm gonna have a lively evening of it as my wife's out. <laughs> how much do you want to spend on musicians? Um, well, we, we, we got nine tails off that guy, but I we hadn't yet Kenny divided. Gave, them, gave some one, to the constables. So one, one to the constables, and you said to give two to my father, so we did that. Yeah, I said one or two to your father, so if we give two to your father, that's <laughs> I it. gave two. <laughs> if he gave me a choice of one or two, and I just gave him two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I'll, I'll hand the remaining six over to you for that, to do this. So. I'll give, uh, I'll give, uh, Dalfang and Wuji, um, I'm going to give him two silver tails as well each and i'll go you know i couldn't earn this money without you guys so you know please do enjoy and i'm gonna spend a whole silver tail to purchase some entertainment for tonight okay all right so you you uh you you what what you want like the standard musicians like you know i just i just want a couple of standard musicians and stuff you know some possibly like one good one for a silver tail or you know just a few of them just to do a nice simple accompaniment and it's mostly just to entertain myself and my two friends dal fang and wuji 
in my house whilst we make merry of it. Alright, right, so they bring out food and you and you have music playing throughout the evening. Um yeah. Boris Drunken Sword tries extra hard to enjoy himself, you know, like trying too hard to enjoy himself and making a point of a whole fact, you know, I can celebrate, I can do this you know. Okay, alright, okay. As if his wife's been totally banning him from doing it before. You know? Alright, and do you want to do anything else that night? Borishly drunk. Okay. Is anybody else doing anything? No. Alright, so uh, so morning comes. I presume that Boris Drunken Sword is the last to wake because he's hungover. Um, but you guys wake up in the morning and what do you want to do from there? And also another... Appointment. Yep. Alright, so you're going to go to um, you're going to go to yeah. Guan Manor? Yeah. Once I've got him myself, like, kind of sorted out, we'll make our way back. I'll probably have, like, disheveled hair and stuff. And I'll like carry, like, a basket of, like, 15 scalps. Okay. Like, little red riding hood. Exactly. <laughs> Skipping up to Clan Manor with a basket right. so, with a scalp. So you're, you're let in. Um, Once again, can I get everybody's detect rolls? Yeah, I've got two. I got a ten. Oh, are we rolling? Oh, no, no, I'm rolling for you. I just, I just need... 2d10. Okay. And Steve, Steve what do you have? Steve, you mic's muted. <laughs> Three for sight and hearing, and two for everything else. Okay. Um... All right, Stephen. On your way in, you know you see that there's a bunch of people in the, uh, in like the first courtyard of the, of the of the manor, and you spot you. You've have you met Hellburning Sword before? Yeah, I have. But is he? They they haven't. Okay. All right. So, um, well, I just gave it away, so it's unfortunate. <laughs> but but you you spot an unusual man, a, 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 who matches Hellburning Sword's description in the uh uh you know in the in the courtyard is help running sword is that the guy that t- attacked elliot for yeah breaking his poem yeah um boss over there is is that help running sword look at reports my character doesn't over exaggerated you know recoil back as he kind of like pulls himself back, mentoring the Hellbane Swords line of vision, you know? <gasps> whoa, whoa, whoa! Yes, it is. What's he doing here? I, I thought he hated Lady 87. He seems to be talking to some of the guards or something. Um, I'm going to try and sneak past him, like, unnoticed. Like, because he hasn't met Dalfang and Wuji's, so I doubt there'll be anything. But, like, if I've got a hood on my robe or anything... What's your you know? stealth? What's your stealth? My stealth. My stealth is six. Okay. So I'll just be going by like this. Okay. <laughs> if he did see him, you guys don't think that he doesn't make any, uh, you know, doesn't look like he saw him. Um, and, uh, you know, some of those black guards escort you into uh, Lady Chow Fung's hall. 
Well, once once we get just past him, I'm I can't yeah, like sorry. Stop. <laughs> 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 Lady Jump is from our from the Wu show. I mean, but, I, was, yeah. I was just gonna say, once we get just past him and kind of like around the corner, or whatever, I'd like to stop and just go. Do you think we should talk to him or you know just ignore him or? Let's talk to Lady Eighty Seven first. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. You know. Yeah, probably. All right. All right. I mean, so you... I guess uh, I I can ask um, Darfang if he knows anything about Hellburning Sword because you have like people, right? Yeah, I have people. All right. Uh, is is he part of the criminal underworld? Um, yeah. Sort of, yes. But so, okay. uh, but I think we I think we already did something like this the twenty first. Uh, that, 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 that's for Elliot trying to work out who he was. We hadn't oh. seen them at that point. Okay. So, All right. So Darfang. why don't you roll? Alright. I tried to do it in places cultures. I got five at the highest, so I probably okay. don't know. So much. yeah, you don't you don't know much about this guy. No worries. We'll just go on to meet Lady eighty seven. Um alright, so uh Alright, so you're brought in into the into the hall and uh and she's up on that, that platform again. And she just looks at you as you approach. I assume you guys, you know... Bow, nail. <laughs> what would we establish? You guys have to take the knee, right? We're yeah. yeah. Take... We're... They've got to kowtow because they don't have a brother rank or anything yet. I'd take the knee. Okay. Lady87, we've uh, come come to report on our, our findings. Ever. She nods. Uh, she says, what have you discovered? Well, as you know, each time we've travelled, we've uh, come into contact with some of the people from Longmar Hall. And just to premise our uh, dialogue, again, we have done so, and we've taken another prisoner. Although we, we didn't bother to take his name this time, the formalities have gotten rather tedious, and we're just hoping that you could possibly torture it out of, her, out of him later. <laughs> I kind of like stifle a birth at that point. Uh, right. Um, I I I like the cough trying to chat. Um, I we also um retrieved uh, the scalps of fifteen of his men and dropped the like placed the bag on the floor in front of me. She mm. uh she looks at the scalps. Who 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 was responsible for the most the majority of these deaths? <laughs> I just I that just put my, my shoulders at Dalfang and Wuji. <laughs> I just point at Wuji. All right. She nods to Wuji, and she says, um, "She says I think we're going to enter you into the uh, into the official ranks of the family." I thought she was just going to stop it. I think we're going to enter you. <laughs> do you, do you <laughs> Wuji? Who is the senior brother? I, I am. You. Oh, no, 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 I'm the younger brother. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, you are. She says yes. so, you, and she says, "Do either of you have martial nicknames?" Uh, no. Uh, no. We are new to the Jianghu. All right. She says, "We will. I will send you appropriate attire, and we will formally enter you into the uh, society uh, within a few days." And Buji will be brother one, and Daofeng will be brother two in the family. Thank you very much. I can like, you know, 
do the kowtow, like the and the free head knocks on the floor thing and thank her for generosity. And she says in uh Wuji will be known as Cub Killer from now on. <laughs> now we as promised took a shipment of um celestial plume to Tongon. Uh, we split some amount in Daoja for safekeeping, as Inspector Wan was in the area, um, and delivered the rest onto Iron God Mung, where we sold it all, and bought in this money, and I present to her 150 silver tails, which was paid for the, uh, for the celestial plume. And I go... With this 150 tails, we'd like to pay back the 110 tails that you lent towards this endeavor. Um, and with the extraneous 80 pounds of celestial plume that we have, uh, we intend to raise enough money so that when we receive the next deposit from Iron God Monk for the next shipment, um, then we can purchase it all at that time. And we shall be truly making lucrative profits on this business. I think, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like look around for some wine. Are there any servants who might be able to give me some, or is that rude? That would be you would probably be overstepping yourself if you were. Yeah, I kind of like pull myself back from from doing that. And I go and um, Iron God Mung was uh, most pleased with our service and uh, agreed to a meeting with yourself uh, two weeks from today, like before, and he agreed to <clears throat> setting. The uh, the location as here in Maichun, as as you wished, Lady 87. He did have a proposition, though, so as to solidify our friendship. Uh, he wishes uh, Hellburning Sword, whom I think we just saw in, in the reception in the courtyard. Um, he wants us to capture him. So, I mean, this could be a really easy job. <laughs> <laughs> she says this is a complication. Um, in what way? What does he want to do with Hellburning Sword? I'm not certain, but it probably isn't pleasant. I'll just like, chime in and say Hellburning Sword uh, killed his brother. And he attacked me too! I like put say that sounding hurt. She says, I just made an alliance with Hellburning Sword. Ah. Ah. <laughs> That's, has it been announced to the martial world yet? No. She says, but I should like to extract some use from the man. Mm. Perhaps, perhaps you can, um, perhaps you can go with him on a venture and then see to it that he does not return. Why don't we, uh, Do, do you mean for us to take care of him whilst we're out and about? Because I I'll believe... Just, I'll just put a hand... I'll just, like, sort of pull on the... <laughs> Drunken Swords robes. I got Monk one in my Yeah, as you wish, Lady 87. <laughs> she says, uh... He came to me with some information. And he was going to help lead some of us to, uh... Find a manual. At the, uh, Crown of Gushan. Why don't you and go the with... Crown of Hmm? At the Crown of Gushan or and the Crown of in Gushan? A, technically in the Crown of Gushan. Okay. It's that place then. 
Now we're going on a mystical, magical journey into a crown. A mystical, the magical crown of Gushan is like a hilltop in uh, in the area. Well, it's it's on the other side of the province. Okay. It's in it's in the tenth district. Ah, oh, okay. So just okay. That's not too bad. Just all the way walking through Lombard territory. No big deal there, right? <laughs> 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 Should we take care of Longmar Hall on the way? <laughs> I don't think we're capable of taking care of <laughs> By take care of, I mean, chuck our limp bodies at the walls. So. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh yeah, um, I'll just say, as you command, uh, we will retrieve the manual, and then, uh, uh, and then you will, will make sure that you do not have to see how burning sword again, and will ensure the full support of Iron God Monk. She says, uh, "She says, good. Um, what order are you going to perform these in? Are you going to the Crown of Gushan first, or are we going to take yes. the Crown, Crown of Gushan I mean, first? We, we had no other business in." Anywhere else at the moment? No, we do have business. What business? We need to sell that celestial plume so we can make the next shipment for Iron God Month. Ah, in that case, Hellburning Sword is not to the you know uh, belittle you or anything. A better swordsman. Um, <laughs> so if we can ask him to challenge Swordmaster Chen as well to wound him. Um, that's a lot less riskier than sending the boss in. Completely out of the way. But... I mean, well, look, it depends on whether we're cutting through um, Fox Spirit Hill or not. So she says, I'm going to have Hellburning Sword brought in. Okay. <laughs> I put on... I, I kind of like straighten myself up a bit and stuff. Yeah. So she... She motions to one of her servants and speaks to them, and the person runs out, runs back in, and Hellburning Sword comes in, and he kneels down in front of her. And uh, he sort of looks over at you and just kind of like, you can see the recognition in his eyes. And she says, um... She says, I, I have a nervous grin. <laughs> she says, Hellburning Sword has just joined our organization. And, um... He is, uh... I'm going to assign him to... Sign all of you together to work as a unit, and if uh, if Hellburning Sword performs well, then he will be entered into the family as you have been. Um, so she looks at a, a Hellburning Sword and she says, "They will they will go with you to the Crown of Gushan, and uh, and they will instruct you in the ways of the family." I'll greet Hellburning Sword. The first we have a family is we only drink wine. <laughs> no, so I won't say that. <laughs> so he bows to her, and uh, and she says, "Unless there is anything else, you may all leave." Thank you, Lady eighty-seven. Thank you, Lady eighty-seven. Okay, I so hang up fifty silver tails, looking at them, kind of like wistfully, the echo of a fall echoing in my mind, going. Oh, I'd hope she'd give me 20. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll excuse ourselves. Okay. What do you want to do when you get outside? Um, hmm. uh, nice to meet you, heart-blooming knife. It's been a while. He looks at you. Do you, do you, do you address him that way? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. 
What's your parry? I'm, I'm still a bit drunk. Uh, my parry is seven. All right, so he kind of he grabs you by the collar, unless you want to like do anything to prohibit that. Um, I won't. I won't. I'll, I'll just kind of like go. Ah, ah, brutality. He says, <laughs> "My name is Hell Burning Sword." Right. Sorry, Hell Breaking Sword. I I made a mistake. He just he just throws you back. <laughs> And he, he looks I at me. clear my throat and go like, I don't know what it's like in the in organizations you've been in before, but here you do not, you do not lay hands upon your superiors. Oh yeah, huh. I kind of like pick myself up. And he says that myself. man is not my superior. That man is huh. inferior to me. My rank. My sword has already spilled his blood. Huh? I don't care for your rules. Huh. No, you know, like we're supposed to teach you the ways of a family, you know. And the first way of a family is you've got to cut out your left eye. He says, I'll, I'll, I'll just cut out I'll, your I'll left just, eye. Didn't, didn't you see all those guys in Lady Age Seven's hall? All of them with the eye patches. She really respects that, you know. She'd love it if you did that. I was promised celestial plume. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, you know, how much were you promised? He says, we hadn't sorted out those details, but I was told I would be given a sufficient amount. Huh. Uh, I suppose that's probable, yes. And, um, but you know, brother, you really should stop with Celestial Plume stuff. You should drink wine. That's where the real fun's at. He just, he just shakes his head and starts walking out of the, uh, out of the complex. Uh, I'll just call out and say we can get you your celestial plume. Um, we'll, we'll do it after we get the crown. He says we're uh, not getting get the, the crown. Manual. The manual. He nods. He says I'll need some for the journey. <sighs> we should go to Dalshif first, then. Oh, I, I'll just say it's on it's on the way. Um, we have a small amount. Um, well, we, we, I have a pound stashed away in a hidden location um, that we can give to you up front. He nods. He says, very well. Let's, uh, let's go now, then. I don't wish to wait. Ugh. I just got up. Can I get in second liquid breakfast? We'll pick up wine in there and mark it on the way, boss. Yeah, yeah. In fact, can we try and pick up some nice wine from the market? <laughs> I want some nice wine. <laughs> Alright, so you guys are going to go to the market first? Yeah, to pick me up some wine. Alright. So okay, I'll... you may need your uh, plume to work, but I need my wine. <laughs> I, I just were about to leave. I'll go like, um, if, if, if you can excuse me, brothers, there's a few supplies I need to uh, pick up. I'll meet you at the stash. Okay. Remember, only go for the best-looking horse. They're the least used. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's how it works, sir. Huh. <laughs> I just strolled off. <laughs> so, so he looks at you, Elliot, and he says, "Is your is your wife uh, Guan Nuan?" Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He says, "I saw her leaving here with a man named Lipu." Oh yeah. No, she had a mission or something, you know. Why, do you think she was cheating on me with him? I just saw them leaving together, that's all. 
if she was cheating on me with him, then I'd have something to use as, as collateral, you know? Ah, uh, oh. One can only hope. <laughs> and, uh, and you know Lipu is a, um, a fairly high-ranking member of the family. Mm. Um, all right, so what are you doing at the market? And, uh, Stephen, what are you doing? You said you had to... I want to go and try and procure some cyanide. Oh, okay. Uh... I mean, I have three doses of cyanide, but... Yeah, like, your your father's in a... But, okay, no, that's fine. Um, But I don't have any on me. (laughs) All right, so do you have Survival City? Yes. Okay, can you make a Survival City roll for me? Is this actually a village? I got a six. I tune City. You got a six? All right, so you eventually find somebody who is... uh, you know, he's he's selling a variety of, of herbs and things, but you know the signs, and you know that this man probably is selling lethal substances as well. Uh, I'll approach him and go like, ah, okay. uh, and bow like, ah, good, good day, merchant. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to procure some uh, okay. some alchemical substances. Uh, I was wondering if you might be able to help me in that. I may. What would you like? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a substance generally taken uh, extracted from almonds. Do you know what I'm talking about? He says, I, I believe I do. I could probably pr- provide you with uh, a small amount for 2,000 spades. Uh, how small amount are we talking? Um, I can probably get you one you milligram. Know, well, they're probably not dealing in milligrams, like uh, <laughs> an ounce. Yeah, yeah, one. basically like, like one catty. No, like the equivalent of about <laughs> the equivalent of like two or three ounces. And that's the two thousand is a bit steep. You just 1500. Got I'm not there. He says 1500. <laughs> All right, I can give you 1500 for two ounces. That, that two ounces agreeable. for 1500. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll nod my head and uh, like slightly hand over 1500 spades. Okay. Um, All right, so he, he gives you the cyanide. Uh, gives you almond flour. <laughs> Take your own damn cyanide. <laughs> I, 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 I nod and be like, um, bet him good day and then make my way towards the stash site. Okay. Um, all right. And uh, Elliot, what are you doing in the in the, uh, in the market? I want to get wine. I want to get a good wine. Okay. All right. So uh, like a standard wine or like something really exotic? Um, I'd like to get a nice quality, decent quality standard wine, but also if possible, I'd like to get some kind of tonic, which is a, a, a very potent, you know, kind of like spirit, even. So, well, yeah, so, so something exotic that has a high alcohol content that I can store in a small vial in my, like, 
wrist or anything like that. No. Sleeve. Okay. All right. So. Probably that start a brewing process. Like every time you come back. I, I mean, I would do if I had any fucking time. Lady Eighty Seven's got me running errands all the time, like schoolboy bish. It's uh. All right. So you get some sorghum wine, uh, which is fairly inexpensive. Um, nice quality, right? I want some. You want good yeah. quality sorghum wine? All right. So, yeah. how much do you want to buy? Um, I'd like to buy uh, three golds of good quality sorghum wine to carry with myself. All right. So, let's see. That's... Jesus so, Christ! So Can you hear be, that outside? It's going to be four hundred yeah. spades for for the, the full amount of wine there. That's no problem for the wine, but uh, the more exotic. Um, spirits or anything like that. All right, so you could probably get some jade wine or some snake wine if you want. I just want something that's very potent and that I can store in a small container. I mean, sorghum wine is pretty potent. Um, I mean, I'd imagine sorghum wine probably being like 14% or something. Like, um, I'm hoping for something like more approaching a 30 or 40%. Okay. So my character can get properly soused in, in a small amount of drinking. I'm hoping this to be like a battle steroid, you know. <laughs> I need to get drunk quicker. All right. Okay. <laughs> so in that case, um, let me see. What's that cost? Like the equivalent of Popeye spinach, but in alcohol. <laughs> All right. So for one gourd of this stuff. going to be 1500 spades oh yeah i'll pay that <laughs> i guess what you tell this is called white jade wine white jade wine i love it what's the vessel of a dutiful empress oh yeah that's my thing that i've got to pour wine yeah. wine yeah. in isn't it um i'd like to sample some of this uh some of this white jade wine by pouring it into this vessel of a dutiful empress and then just pouring that straight into my mouth like out on the street <laughs> i don't give a fuck <laughs> all right uh let me just check something um so i'll be sampling the white jade wine in the vessel of a dutiful empress all right so <laughs> it takes it tastes it tastes better drinking it from this vessel you think i mean you, you know no point of comparison but it takes taste you don't you don't taste anything from the vessel itself um, huh. and kenny are you doing anything i guess i'll refill my quiver but i don't know if i can just do that at the uh the one manner yeah you could you could do that for free that's not going to cost you anything um uh oh i just just give me one second, guys. I want to take my pill before my alarm goes off. And, you know, no worries. And everybody has to hear it. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, th I'm thinking we just slip some cyanide into a celestial plume when we finally want to get rid of them. What? No, is it? If you could... I... It can be ingested or inhaled. It has to be ingested or inhaled. If you can inhale it, then that's fine. It's fine. like burned and inhaled, not, not mm. like. 
I yeah, I mean, I think I have spare XP to get the performance um, expertise for poisoning. So it depends whether you tell me to plan or not. I guess if you yeah, uh, well, I was I was originally planning to, but then like after like he left, but then. You you you, you 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 said we had celestial plume and he was just like all right I'm sticking to these guys. <laughs> it's fine. We'll take him to the inn. In, mm. um, we just won't do it straight away. Like we can easily do it. Like we can like use him to our advantage. That then get rid of him when we don't need him. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll like shave off two pounds yeah. of celestial plume. I can give him one pound and then. Yeah, because he's like because he's like a celestial plume addict, so. <laughs> He's, he's going to constantly be doing it, so we could just slip it in any time. I'd suggest not giving him a pound straight up. Just give him like, enough for a give day him or half, two at half, time. Give him half a, half a pound for the road, and we'll, give him, we'll tell him we'll give him the half, half of the pound when he runs out. Yeah, but if he's, if he's traveling with us, just give him enough for a few days at a time. So how, I guess the question for Brendan is, how, how long can the pound of Celestial Bloom last? Depends on how a much heavy, he's consuming. A heavy user, assuming. Like I think we asked. Oh, I mean, a pound, a pound would probably last him over a month. Shit. <laughs> so we'll give him half a pound up front instead of telling him we'll give him the other half after the mission because it take, it'll take a while for us to travel to the thing anyway. Mm. And, um, All right, that's when oh. you get that's when you get to Daoju though, right? You're not doing that. Yeah, yet. yeah. Okay. We're, 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 we don't have it All right, so uh, so where are you guys going from here? Daoju. All right. <laughs> Can I get a survival roll unless there's something you want to tend to on the way? I'll do it. I would say, but I'm probably at one stage of being drunk, though, because I've had some of that. Then apply uh, that modifier, I think. Uh, Yeah, okay. So then I'll be doing it 1d10, guys, unless Kenny wants to stop me quick. I saw you drinking, so I probably want to stop you. (laughs) Oh, leave (laughs) away. Oh, no, you won't. I'll I'll lead the way. Okay. Uh, I got a six and a one, so useless. Um, that's actually fine. You're okay. I got six. <laughs> so, uh, so you make it to Daoju. Is it a, a long journey? Yeah. No, it's a well, it's a full day, so you make okay. it there by evening. So we add another day to our tally, and uh, I, I recommend we'll, we stay at an end. Okay. Okay. So you're not going to stay at your uh, your father's house then. So the 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 inn is the Red Rowfish Inn. Yep. I'll take care of I have the um, like four rooms or I'll sh- I can probably share a room with my with my brother and then a room for the boss and the room for our burning sword. How much would that come to? Um, it comes to forty spades per room. Steve, I can pay for my own room. I can pay for mine. Does Hubbard sort offer to pay for himself or No. I'll pay for him. He also says, Where's my celestial plume? Actually, I'll don't give him half a pound. Don't give him half a pound, give him that announce or two at a time. I'll I'll tell him um be be, uh, be patient, you'll have some tomorrow morning. Okay, he grumbles, but he goes to his room. I drink my I drink my wine in front of him gleefully. Ah, this is always so easy to get a hold of. It makes me happy easily. <laughs> oh. 
and the the innkeeper brings you up some dung uh dungpo tofu um Bring so you're just gonna dung stop with dung. <laughs> nope. She brings you up some dung. Eat it. Eat it now. I'm, I'm gonna sneak out and uh, go to the apothecary. Okay. All right. So you go to the apothecary. And Kenny, I'm having uh, a little bit of trouble hearing you. Like your volume is low or something. I think. Okay. No, that's better. That better? That's better. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll go to the. Uh, I'll ask my dad to uh to get me one pound of celestial plume. Okay, your father goes into the storage area and comes out with the pound. And I'll take it off him and say uh, it's not convenient for us to stay at home this time around, so we're at the inn. Um, we'll see you next time, and I'll just run off. Okay, all right. He he doesn't say. Cheers much. for drugs, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you 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 get back to the inn and you have your celestial plume next morning yep yeah okay so the yep. next morning uh hell burning sword is up in the inn and he's he's ordered a bunch of food and uh you know you you know that you guys are going to get a bill before you leave for food items <laughs> and stuff like that yeah it's fine i'll i'll, I'll um yeah ha- ha- have some celestial plume is it the jar or the vial um, I'll probably split it into like half pound, uh, half it's pound. It's in like portion. a canister, actually. It's like in like a metal canister. Could I split that into a separate portion? Yeah, yeah, you could do whatever you want to with it. Yeah, like uh, how many ounces is it in the pound? It would be sixteen, right? Sixteen ounces in the pound. Okay. Um. I'll I'll give him uh, four ounces for now. Okay. Uh, and, I, and I'll tell him. Uh, well, uh, the, 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 I'll give him. I'll, I'll give him more as 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 time goes uh, as time as he uses it and. Uh, He's uh, already got a needle waiting in his arm, tied up. <laughs> just uh, give it over. <laughs> and, and when we get the uh, and, and when we successfully retrieve the manual and return it to Lady Seven, I'll give him the rest of the pound. Okay. All right. So he nods and he says, "I'm going to need to have some private time before we leave." Pervert. <laughs> I say whilst eating some buns. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not. And the uh, the owner of the place comes over and and and, uh, and asks, so, you know, are you ready to to settle settle the account? Yeah, do you accept yeah. celestial plume? And you know, that the, <laughs> and, and the owner is a uh, um, a woman named uh, uh, Ban uh, Miaoki, and she uh, Ban Miaoki. Yeah, and she uh, she's well known in town. Does she recognize? Uh... Yeah, she probably, knows, she probably knows you guys. But she still is, much, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll make small talk with her uh, while, we, while we settle the, the bill. Okay. All right, so she says, where are you guys going with this this man? He seems an unusual sort of person. Um, I, I, I go, it's rude to talk about somebody in front of their face. Oh, and, and I, I kind of like huff. And you do know <laughs> she's something of a gossip, too, in town. Yeah, I, I, my character takes it as if she's talking about me, so I take offense at it. I, I, I'll just say, uh, oh, uh, um, I, you mean the the man who just uh, left? 
Yes, the, that man. He's a very strange man, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, but, sort of person you normally he, travel with. He's a, he's very uh, powerful in Kung Fu, and uh, I was hoping I could pick up a, a tip or two from him uh, well, as we traveled. I could probably beat him now. And I'll just say, uh, yeah, and, uh, we, were, we were just... Uh, uh, we're going to the Yao Guai forest to, to, to pick up to pick some herbs. Oh, okay. Um, well, I want to try the grilled fish. <laughs> do, do I need to just try and deceive her? Because <laughs> we're not going to the Yao Guai forest. Um, actually, if you could make a deception roll, that would that would be handy in this case. I just always pitch in with, but I want to try the grilled fish. <laughs> I've got a seven and a three, seven at the highest. Okay, so. Uh, she says the bill is going to be uh, 130 spades. Um, I'll pay it. Good. <laughs> she says, I, you know, be careful in that forest. I hear there's all kinds of bandits there. Oh, no, I didn't say the roads are very unsafe at the moment. I don't know if so. Uh, what's been going on? Is she married? Uh, let me check. I think she might be, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, oh, okay. I'm there, Kenny. <laughs> so no, she's she's uh she's not married, but she is related to the family that owns the um uh what is it the the Twee noodle shop. Cool. If anything, I'll be trying to set up Dao Feng and someone just to get him to finally settle down and stop fucking around <laughs> in Mafia. <laughs> I just feel that I also. So how's it? How how are you doing? Uh, business seems to be how going okay. I've been watching Friends, so... <laughs> she says, business is going well, and uh, um, how is your family? Oh, you know my father and mother. They they are stalwart figures, and uh, they never change, no matter what happens. Has anything says, strange well, happened in town? She says, well, they've changed quite a bit over the years, I think. Um, she says, no, nothing unusual, just... Um, uh, Master Chen causing more problems as usual. Also, I should point out because you did bring up the possibility of this woman dating him. Uh, she's she's considered well into her uh, middle years of. Um, oh, uh, yeah. no can't be picky. <laughs> <laughs> He's a weirdo. Not, not there's anything right. wrong with it. Just that you know she. she well, yeah, she would, she would die. <laughs> Are you ageist? I am not ageist, but I'm just <laughs> assuming. Dao Feng, being young as he is, might might be thinking of someone his own age. Um, How old are we again? Did we say twenties? You were, you were, yeah, you guys. Were, I'm twenty three, and he's twenty four. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So, uh, did you guys pay the money, by the way? Yeah, I paid. Okay. All right, and eventually, Hellburning Sword comes stumbling down and looks considerably worse, and uh, and he says, "I'm ready to go." Like, does it look significantly like different from the other users we've seen on Celestial Plume? I mean, yeah, in that the killing intent is magnified by the Celestial Plume usage, um, but but all of the sort of dysfunction is also present. So rather than a drunken fighter, is he a plumed fighter? Um, I mean. You think that the plume is only affecting his judgment, not his perform, not in a positive way. It's not affecting his performance, whereas Boris Drunken Sword at least seems to extract some sort of benefit from his inebriation. Okay. This guy does not. This guy 
is just uh, um, you know the, the plume itself does it, it it does so you guys would notice because you guys have been dealing it now um, it it does enhance yeah, some of your physical attributes. <laughs> so you know there is sort of that scar face effect uh, with this stuff, but but it also okay. has other negative. Okay, I, I'll ask um, how many sold if I may uh, take his pulse. He hands you. He hands his wrist over to you. I just want to do like a medicine check to see like what sort of effects there are on his body. Okay, that's fair. Uh, can you make a medicine roll? Yeah. Uh, I got nine and a four. All right, so that's good. So let's see what you think this would do here. Um, all right, so this, so again, you know, this is like Wuxia. You're reading his pulse and you're getting all kinds of information. Um, but <laughs> oh, your kids are pregnant. Like you know, like they'll read the pulse pregnant. and they can tell how many months pregnant you are and all kinds of things like that. Yeah. yeah. So you think so, that so. like his reasoning and his mental capabilities are incredibly suppressed by this, um, and his ability to sort of you know, just sort of just deal with people in general is, is being impacted. But you can tell also that it seems to be, um, uh, how can I put this? It see, it seems to be improving his strength. Like he see, it seems like it's made him physically strong and that it's enhanced some of his intuitive capabilities. I'll, I'll just mention, oh, uh... and how you all got, how you got that from a pulse reading, you know, is the is the great <laughs> mystery of the art that you practice. But um... I'll, I'll just say, uh, wow, um, how burning sword! You are the picture of health. Um, the most impressive, and I'll just go and walk out. Okay. All right, he, he goes out. To... He he follows. Yeah. And uh, what are you guys going to do from here? I think we're going to go to Crown Base, aren't we? So you well, guys have the map, right? So how how yeah. do you want to how do you want to manage that? Because there are a number of different ways you could, and you also do have that meeting day that you want to. You know, each of those hexes is about a day of travel. Christ. So if would it be easier traveling on the roads? It would, but that also means that like any group that is active on those roads would be very easy for you to have an encounter with. Do you know what I mean? Can we get a boat down the river? We're in Daoshu and there's a river flowing through it. Um. Yeah, you could do that. Hold on one second, guys. One second. Yeah. If we can get a boat down the river or up the river, um. We could potentially just get a boat straight to. Uh... Oh, I'll probably save some time. Yeah. Let's just hope we don't get House of Paper shadowed on the way. <laughs> that was a cool adventure, that. Yeah, it was. I apologize. Something industrial seems to be going on next door, so I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like anything to be concerned about. Um, so, okay. So, uh, what are you guys doing? So, uh, discussing the possibility of taking a boat. Okay. Um, that's. Would it shorten the journey? Because because it, it goes. Uh... 
I don't know if it goes up or downstream. That's that looks slightly upstream to me, to be fair. Uh, you could definitely take a boat. Um, there's canals and there's rivers, though, so that's the big uh, question. And everything, everything is uh, all those. See those streams connecting to the, the canal? Uh, they flow to the canal. That doesn't mean you can't go the opposite direction, but you know, it's not. It's not necessarily the easiest thing in the world. Wait, so the river bet- um, that flows through Longwild territory is the canal, or...? No, see how there's, uh... See that... Okay, so... Do you see the dots, the the sort of thick dots going from... Uh... The southern area of the... Of the province, all the way up through it? That is passing right by Tungon and Daguan. Oh, okay, the, the, the sort of... The brown... Uh, Grayish, purple. Yeah. And and the rivers are all kind of connecting to it. So I mean, ideally, we want to get onto the um, the Yaowai River and go up it. Are there any services going up there, or any boats? Um, you could try to take some some boats that way. You'd have to. Uh, you'd probably have to take them. So wait, where where you want to do it from? Which river? Yeah, Gwai River. So the one so, that runs through. So if you got to Hiyun, you could probably do it. Okay. In that vicinity. Okay. Can we make it to Hiyun straight from Dashu? Yeah, you just would need to make a run. I mean, I, the, the, the main question is, will a boat journey from Hiyun um, to wherever uh, the crown of um, Guzheng... Guzheng? Gushan. Zhang? Gushan. Uh, do we know where the, where the crown of Gushan is? It's up in those hills there. Well, I mean, yeah, again, you're going upstream, so it's not the most yeah. ideal thing. You're not traveling along a major waterway or canal. So, um, so you know, okay. you, you might run, again, you might run into issues doing that. It might not be the most ideal thing. So just, should we just walk it along, um, long wild territory and hope for the best? You can do that. Yeah. You can also go north too. You can go through. You could do what you said you were going to do and go through the Yao Guai forest if you wanted to. Yeah. I want to try to grow fish. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's let's do that. I don't mind. I defer to you. Well, let, let, let's go on the the Golden Way and. Uh... Yeah, let's do it. Why not? So, um, all right. So you're gonna go. You're gonna go along the Golden Way. Yeah. All right. So can I get uh can I get some survival rolls for this? Oh, do it. Yeah. Oh, I got a nat ten. All right. So, uh, so do you want to just pass through Tungon in that case? Because you can easily do that. Yeah, just pass right through. I think. All right. And uh, do you want to uh, make another roll for me? Should I do it again? Is, this is, is it another day or is that second? Is it the same day still? No, this is each, this is for each day of travel. Okay, okay. so I'm, I, mean, I just need to make sure I'm incrementing. No, I just Do you want me to do the roll again, Kenny, or do you want to try it this uh, time? Go, you go, go, go for it. Yeah. Uh, I got two eights. So eight All right. Minus. Can you give me another roll? Sure thing. Another day. Yep. Now you're in like the Yao Guai forest too. Uh, I got a seven at the highest. All right. So you travel. You you know you're like now and you're like. 
what is it, the third or fourth day of travel uh, now? Uh, yeah. Uh, and you're you're making it through this sort of dense forest, and you're approaching. You can see Owl Hill in the distance. Uh, can I get another roll? Sure. Oh, I got in that ten. All right. So, all right. And you also are coming upon an area where you know that uh, there's going to be that final settlement. Uh, settlement. Uh, tai Chung. Uh, okay. If, if you need to stop anywhere, uh, but it's up to you if you want to just keep going. You can do that too. So, uh, so how's the four ounces of uh, celestial plume going for? He's uh, been he's been benefit? spacing it out very slowly. Okay. So I have twelve ounces. How do you think my wine situation is going? <laughs> I came out with three gourds and uh, a gourd of jade white. I assume you top up in uh, in in Tongan as we pass through. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably top up in places like that. Um, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll ask how many sold where it is, where we're, where we're heading to. He says, we're heading to the top of the hill, the crown of Gushan. Uh, all right. Um, stock up on supplies of any sort in Tearshan. Okay. Like I just ready to go. <laughs> just carry some like water or rations to make no, it water. You mean diluted wine? Some of us carry water. I thought water was only used to dilute wine. <laughs> One second here. Water is an ingredient of wine. It's like, you know, water is like when you're adding air into meringue or something, you know? It's like adding num- nothing into something to make more of it, you know, add less. You know, that's like what you do with water and wine. And that's just what water's there for. It's like air, you know? So that's okay. when you just add it into stuff to bulk it out. So I'm sorry, did you say you were heading all the way up to the, the crown or you were stopping at the Yeah, okay. we'll, head, we'll head up. Can I get one more roll? Sure. Oh, God, seven. All right, so you, you guys make it up to the top of a, of a hill. He leads the way because you guys don't really know this area. Um, and uh, he takes you up to an area where you can see sort of like the... It looks like a sort of a hill with trees and all kinds of stuff like that. But then you get like this bald patch of stone that's almost dome-shaped rising out of the earth. And, uh... That's baldy. Hmm? I'll make fun of it as we come up going, ha, baldy. And... Uh, I'll say, oh, boss, looks just like you. Shut up. (laughs) Does it have five long gouge marks going across (laughs) it? No, it doesn't. I'm just trying to find um, some information here. So, and you see, uh, all right, and you see these uh, sort of yellow trees about about eight or nine of them, sort of forming a circle around the dome, growing out of the earth. And he says, um, I, "I leave my bladder on one of the trees." And he says, uh, he says, inside here we should be able to find the, um, the manual. Inside where? In the inside of the... He points to the dome. Hmm. I'm still pissing on the tree. Um, I mean, I can, do we need to dig down then? Is that what, we don't have digging implements. Um... He says we gotta find a way inside. 
Uh, can, can I do a search round to see if there's any entrances or anything? Yeah, can you make a detect roll for me? Uh, I got double ones, so no. Alright, so you're a loss. <laughs> this is just a smooth dome. Nothing. And I'll look at, I'll look at that phone and go, brother, you have a look. Uh, I got a nine at the highest. Alright, so... So walking around the dome, you, 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 you notice something over the ridge, and you walk down to one side, and you can see something protruding from the side of the, of the hill. And you realize that it's like a giant stone nose, and there's an eye attached to it. And, um, and it looks like this dome might be the top part of a statue. And it's just sort of underneath the ground. But brother, there's a giant nose over there. Maybe we can get into the nostril. Is Gushan a one-eyed demon? No, Gushan is a god in the south, and he supposedly is like associated with wind and hair for some reason. Absolutely. If, if, <laughs> if, if you if you have any kind of religion knowledge, I can give you give you more information. But uh, <laughs> I don't. You're not. Well, we tr can I like scale down to the nose and have a look around there, or or look uh, at where the face would be? Um, yeah, you can, you can, uh, so you want to go down to the nose section? Yeah. I want to get a pickaxe and try mining it. <laughs> and again, what did you detect? Uh, 2D10. All right. All right, so you actually do see the, the nostril, the nose does seem to have like a shaft leading inside. I'll call everyone together. And I'll, I'll finally stop relieving myself on a tree, and, uh... <laughs> and, and I'll be like, uh, I'll, I'll say, Hellbending Sword, uh, you have the most uh, peerless uh, Kung Fu among all of us here. Would you do the honors of uh, heading in first? He says, um, he says, why don't you want to go first? <laughs> I'm but a a, a, a lowly uh, assistant, my kung fu, uh, my reaction times are not sufficient to. Uh, my eyes are weak and my reaction time um, is slow, so it would be much safer if uh, someone as uh, incredible as yourself were to uh, uh, lead the way. It would make me feel braver as well. Coward. And he, uh, he begins climbing inside. And... As he like goes in front, I look at Wuji. And like I make a gesture towards the back of like uh, Hell Burning Sword, and I'm like, you know, show, show me him now or like, later. <laughs> As he's climbing in from an nostril, <laughs> I just shake my head and. <laughs> all right, so I'll follow him. All right, so he, so you're you're following immediately, Elliot. Yeah. All right, so he he climbs <clears throat> ahead, and uh, and as he's going through, uh, you you know you, you hear him kind of grunt. And you hear sounds like clicking sounds and then some kind of, you know, feasting noise like insects. And uh, and he starts to scream and he starts to try to push himself back out of the shaft. And, and <laughs> moving in your direction as he's doing so, but backwards. Okay, now here's, here's a question, guys, right? I'm, I'm thinking from the actual perspective of Boris Drunken Sword, 
he probably would try and just get the fuck out of that shaft as quickly as possible, you know, in, in front of Hell Burning Sword, right? But from from a logical perspective, it could be quite funny to just like keep on pushing up Hell Burning Sword's soles of his feet as he's trying to like, climb down as he's like devoured. But but I, to be honest, we need, I, we need them alive to hand them over. Yeah, to be honest, I don't think that's what Boris uh, Drunken Sword would do, anyways. If anything, he'll probably yank on a. Uh, or on Hellbending Swords, like, but to try and, like, drag him down a bit to get out of the nose faster. Okay, can you make a muscle roll to do that? <laughs> yeah, I'll make a muscle roll. I got a nine at the highest. All right, so you pull him down, and he slides out with you, and you can see when he lands, like, a bunch of blue beetles are on top of him, and it looks like there are some that have already burrowed into his chest. Uh, do you guys have any kind of creatures, insects? No? Yes, I do. Yes. All right, can you roll that? <laughs> Kenny's celebration. Yes, I do! I got a three. Okay. I got a ten. All right, so Kenny, these look like northern feast beetles to you. Um, shiny blue beetles from the northern mountains and hills. And they burrow into flesh until they reach the heart. And when they do, they call they cause uh, ice of the heart disease. So Did you spring a trap? And uh, and also, I'm gonna need the um, uh, need you to make a medicine roll <laughs> if you know what ice of the heart disease is. Um, Does that fall the poison? Um, yeah, that, I, well, not really, but like you have medicine, right? I have two, two in medicine. Yeah, roll that. Poison. Okay. Uh, I got a seven at the highest. Okay. All right. So let's see. Okay, so this is the the terrible thing about this 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 insect. It'll borrow. It's probably already this hard at this point, but it's not going to matter until he drinks water. Um, as long as he doesn't drink water, he's fine. Um, you should give him wine. But then once that happens, it'll release venom throughout his whole body, and he'll literally freeze to death. Wow! Hey, it's going to be really easy to take care of him. <laughs> nice. I mean, take care of him being, as in, kill him, not actually take care of him, because that's going to be proven to be difficult at this point Is there in time. Any way no, we don't to... have to go to the trouble of poisoning him. He's already been poisoned. Is, 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 I mean, is there any way to kill the beetles before they... Uh... Yeah, you could try to remove them with a medicine roll. You could take some of your... Your uh, your tools out and try to take the the beetles out of his skin. Here's here's before. something. They're probably almost beetles... at the heart though, so like you probably you really probably only have moments to do anything at this point. Because once they get to the heart, there's no taking them out without killing them. If there's any beetles still on him, as in like not burrowed in, is it possible to like isolate one of them, like put it into a vial or something like that for use in alcohol brewing later? <laughs> you might oh, not I'll, wanna, I'll you might want to avoid making alcohol with these things if you value your life. Um, <laughs> he doesn't probably like. I'm gonna give it to, to, give it to my brother anyway. as a present. I've taken so much expensive wine from you. <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, first instance, I'm gonna try and uh, stop any insects from getting to his heart. Is that possible? Yeah, you can. You, you can make a. Yeah, roll cut out his heart. <laughs> you might do some damage. Kalima, Kalima. <laughs> <Kalima. laughs> 
That'll stop him getting uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just say, um... Um... I don't know, what do I do? Do I have anything I can then buy? Any last just... words? <laughs> if, there's any, if, if there's like a branch nearby, I'm going to grab it and just shove it in between his teeth and go like, bite down hard, friend, and think of the celestial plume, and I'll just, just jab into him to get that insect. Alright, make the medicine roll. Oh, actually, that's a, that's a, that's a good point, actually. Hmm? Um, insects generally don't like smoke. Maybe if we burn some celestial plume, like, and get some of the smoke into the orifices, they might, like, flee. Well, that's a, the, the only problem with that is that he's got, like, seconds before uh, this thing reaches his heart. Um, I'm just saying we should take half an hour to prepare the brazier. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 10 and a 7, so I rolled... All right, so uh, you, you pull out three uh, northern feast beetles from him. And I mean, there's tremendous pain in, in the process. You're doing about a wound with each extraction. Um, yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of blood, but you think you, you got these before they reached his heart. And he's, uh, you know, he seems okay. Oh. Can I like cap, can I keep them in a container? Yeah, you can. You can put them in a container. I'll make some wine with them later. <laughs> or we'll make poison out of them. He says, "I am not going back in there." Oh, understandable. <laughs> did you did you spring a trap or? They just started pouring down the shaft. Oh wow! Is that all of them? He says, "I don't know," and I don't know what can else I is try... in there. Can, can can I like try um, you know, take one take one of the beetles and and like let's try and smoke it and see what happens. Like, do they? <laughs> Okay, yeah. So you take a beetle and you just get a fire and make some smoke and see how it responds. It it it, it moves away from the smoke. Okay, so should we make a fire at the bottom of the nostril? I mean, can we like cut some trees, get some sap or something, and make like a torch that's a very smoky kind of torch? Yeah, you could probably do that. Can you give me a survival roll for that? Yep. Uh, I got nine and a five. Nine. All right. So, um, okay. So that's fine. You can you 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 put together a torch, and it's it's putting out a lot of smoke. Well, we should probably put that out for the night, and uh, maybe rest a bit with <laughs> with hell burning swords, so that we can recover some wounds before tomorrow. Before yeah, we go into it we can camp on the head I guess yeah let's see it takes me a while to make the torches and prepare maybe I should get a pickaxe from a nearby town and just try mining my way into the top of the dome alright so you guys want to rest for the night yeah yeah okay so you rest for the evening and that probably does give him um uh a chance to uh um recover a little bit and what do you want to do when you wake up i gonna light the torch and try and climb in the nostril i was gonna say make fun of how how burning sword all right so oh uh i'm sorry hold on one second guys oh you know what i have been reminded of something whatever happened with that one one nine one earlier he said we'd probably mm-hmm. come to have you forgot about it? Was that Hell Burning Sword being there? Maybe. Maybe. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I get uh, maybe because when we'll, we'll he was him. there, uh, when we noticed him, I was thinking that might have been it. Okay, so he's not good. So he's, we're not going to be able to kill him with water now. So we'll go back to killing him with cyanide. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, um, all right, so, uh, Brendan, quick, quick question. Uh-huh. Was Hellburning Sword turning up the result of those dice rolls at the beginning? Yeah, that was what I said when I said, you guys aren't going to like this in 30 minutes. That's what <laughs> I was talking about. Yeah, that was Stephen my shake-up table. Right. I was, I was still wondering what it was. Um, all right, so, so who's going up in the nostril first? I'll go I'll with the, with the torch. torch. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go with the torch. Um, can you make an athletics roll? I was going to say Hellbending Sword. Can I just use a Crawling Tiger? Yeah, that would is work. That still, is that still like TN6 or is it TN8? TN6, this is, that'll work. Yeah, because it's, it's not a counter, so it doesn't, so it doesn't go off, right? Yep. Uh, I got a 6 and 2. Alright, so you climb and... You you go go the shaft sort of goes up at an angle, and yeah. eventually it comes to an end and it opens up into a large cylindrical drop, and you can see that it, <laughs> it continues for like you know <laughs> thank you it continues for like fifty feet up into the air, and it also hmm. seems to drop down really far. But you can see directly across from you is another shaft that's slightly larger, as well. So I don't know if, I don't know if I'm painting a good enough image. So let me. Let me sort of give a side view of, of what you would be sort of seeing. I mean, why don't you just get the anatomy of a skull up and tell us where we'd be? <laughs> so right, you'd so, be up in the so like, nasal. This is where you are, right? Yeah. And you sort of poked your head out and you realize that there's like a, a giant shaft that goes up and down and directly across from you is another one. Okay. Right. Oh. Steve, you dirty boy. <laughs> Giant shaft is all he needs to hear. Can I like drop a stone or something to see how far the uh... yeah? Okay, so you drop a stone and you hear uh, you estimate that it's probably a a ninety foot drop and you can hear it splash when it lands. Ah, possibly acid. Do I help burning for it? Don't see what else. Yeah, I was just about to check that. <laughs> Don't worry, we put a rope on you. We've got no rope. <laughs> How far's the gap uh, going across? Uh, 15 feet. 15 feet. Um... Is it athletics of all? Like, can you jump? Yeah. You can jump, and if you have any kind of flying technique, that would obviously be ideal. Uh, I've not learned any of those yet. You can jump. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll wait for everyone to catch up with me first. <laughs> How high up is the ceiling? Um, that's see. hard to determine because you, it's really it's dark. dark. Well, we could guess based on the fact that... We're actually, 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 is it dark? He's got a torch. It, does, it doesn't illuminate that high up. Um, okay. But you can guess based on what? Uh, on the fact that, yeah, that we know where the head is. Okay. So, yeah, if you... If you you're making if you're putting those two points together so that that's also about 100 there. feet up this is a fucking massive statue 
And I'll ask how burning sword. Do you know where where inside the statue uh, manual would be? He says, nope, they just told me that it was inside. Who told you this? A bunch of dead men. Did you kill them after they told him this? He nods. Hmm. Did they spill your celestial plume? He says, no, I just didn't want them spreading the information further. Right, yeah, seems reasonable. But I look, I look over his shoulder at the long drop beneath us, and you know, my palm is just a couple of inches hover-handing behind his, the small of his back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite a deep drop, isn't it? <laughs> so, so what is um, the order, actually? Because we know Kenny is in front. Um, who's behind Kenny? I imagine Boris Drunken, uh, not Boris Drunken Sword. I was going to say, but uh, how about you? And then Boris Drunken Sword. And then Dalfant, I imagine. Okay. It's probably better if you take up the rear, just in case Arthur comes from behind us. I can do that if you want. Alright, so you're in the you're in the back? Um, also, there's a little and... bit of distance between you and Hellburning Sword, because there might be a little bit of animosity there. I'm, I'm going to sure try and jump, over, jump across the rat gap. Okay, can you make a roll? Uh, got a six at the highest. Alright, so... I think that makes it. Let me check. <laughs> okay, so you do make it across, but just barely. And uh, you land in like a... This almost feels more like a chamber than a than a shaft like the thing you were in almost looked it almost was like an exhaust shaft or you know something that a human wouldn't normally travel through but this you can stand up and walk and how, far is, how far is the jump across 15 feet <coughs> oh okay uh i i idea um I hope, oh, her burning sword hold hold on to this i, I pass on one end of my rope dart if, if you don't make <laughs> jump i'll pull you up I'll grab hold of the uh, rope All right. because I've probably got higher muscle check than Dalfang. All right, uh, so let me just see here. My muscle is one. All right, so Hell Burning. So you're gonna let Hell Burning Sword use the rope? Is what you're trying to do? We're holding on to the end of the rope whilst he's holding on to the dart of a rope dart. He's going to jump, but if he doesn't make it, we're intending to hold on to the rope to make sure he doesn't fall. So he very gracefully leaps over. And you can tell he's got excellent lightness kung fu. And he lands on the other side just fine. Now uh, he's holding I, the rope dart thing on the other side. Yeah, but I can just pull it back. I mean, uh, or I uh, could just yeah. hold it taut and you could just climb across it unless you, you're confident in your jumping skill. I've got two in athletics. So I've got three in athletics, but I'm still not confident. <laughs> you can well, just pull a tiger to try and crawl across, technically, if they can hold you. So who's going next? I'll go. Oh, one fell off. Oh. Okay, yeah, I got a three at the highest. It's a good thing I had that rope. All right, so so wait, you you got three at the highest? Yeah. All right, so can you make can so you're so the rope is just sort of there for you to grab if you fall. Um. Oh, well, I'm holding Hell on. Burning to the... sword is holding on to the other end of. Oh, the and rope. he's got the other. Okay, so in that case, so you so you basically drop down the shaft, but you're still suspended on the rope, is what you're saying. So it's a matter of I'd imagine, unless and, Steve's and Hellburning Sword has the other end. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
So it's a, oh, I thought I was holding on to. I thought I was holding on to one end of the rope. Oh, I thought I thought you were. Yeah, you're holding on to. No, sorry. No, no. What's 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 happened is is I put I put forth the idea of making a tightrope through myself and Hellbending Sword, but Dalfang's kept hold of a rope, so I'm not holding on to it. He's jumped. Hellbending Sword is holding on to the roped up part of the bit. So obviously, if if Dalfang is suspended in the air, that's because Hellbending Sword is holding on to it. So he just needs to. Make, so he's, so Hellbending Sword just has to make a muscle roll to keep you from falling. Okay. And he got a ten, so you know he he pulls you up. I'm sorry. Can you um? I, I bow. Th- th- thank you. <laughs> can you throw a rope over here in case I fall? <laughs> I say yeah. from the other side by myself. Yeah, I I, I throw the like it to him, the dark to him. rope off it, all the dark part of it. The dark part of it. It's easier to fall. <laughs> all right. Can, can you make a uh, an athletics roll, Elliot? Yeah, I'd love to make an athletics roll and fall to my death. Let's do it. Um, I got an eight of the highest. All right, so you don't need the rope. You make it across. And uh, cool. Kenny, you're in the lead. You see that this this uh, this chamber leads down. It sort of slopes downward. Can I be careful of more traps and or more mm-hmm. like poisonous things around? Yeah. Um, in fact, might be relevant here. Uh, what's your attack <laughs> again? Two D ten. Two D ten. Okay. See, it's got three D ten in sight and hearing. And turn all right, so, the other ones. Alright, so all you notice is uh, the chamber is bare, but there's like a circular hole in the ground, and it looks like it's a, it's another shaft going down into a deeper chamber. But you also can see water dripping from the ceiling in like a steady sort of drip, drip, drip. And it's hitting the ground, but it, it, it looks like it bored a hole through the ground over time. So there's like a, there's like a really tiny coin-sized hole uh, before the larger hole, if that makes sense. I'll look at a smaller hole and I'll like poke my finger in it and stuff. It's wet. It's very wet. I'll wipe it off and Dow Bang's clothes. <laughs> but it's uh, it goes quite deep. Like it's, it's, lo- it's deeper than your finger. Hmm. Oh, I mean, I, I guess I'll, 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 peek, I'll peek down the bigger hole as well then, see if there's anything there. Um, it's quite dark. Do you want to throw your torch down there? We'll tie it to one end of, of my rope dot and like, lower it and All see. Right. All right, so, so looking down, you can see a, uh, you can see some kind of stone, stone structure down there that looks like it might be a coffin, but you also see something against the wall and it's a little hard to tell what it is from this angle but it's made is that out of like stone any way to get back up this hole once descending down it it looks like this is terminal hmm. as in Probably like once we go in there it, uh... yeah like once as in we go once in, we go in there we'll, we'll achieve terminal velocity it's <laughs> a water flume <laughs> can we climb back up afterwards like if we left yeah. like a rope dangling well, if you had a rope going down, yeah, but without a rope, getting up is going to be difficult. Well, what would we tether it to? Yeah, that's a good point. A real, real interesting thing would be if this little hole kept on going and then kind of connected up into the shaft, in which case we could, you know, insert the rope for it and tie it off at the top there. Or just use the rope dart part of the dart to. 
to be the uh, end. But, um... Unless one of us stays up top. Um, I will... Yeah, we should probably have someone stay up top. Um... I would say it'd either be, probably either be me or Elliot because don't want to leave uh, Hellburning sorted up here because we can't completely trust him and I don't think you have any ranks in muscle, do you? No. Um, I'll I'd say Dalfang stay up here and uh, the three of us will go down and have a look. Okay. Alright. I mean, I'll, I'll try climbing down the edge of the wall. The, the hole is that possible or is it perfectly smooth um it's it's like a it's it's like a five by five shaft going down and it's yeah. about uh the drop itself is one two three four is about 80 feet fuck <laughs> okay we can't use rope then can't yeah our rope's not long enough for that how do we even fall down that and survive hellburning sword says i can carry one of you down And just getting back up. <laughs> I can carry one of you back up too. Hmm. I mean, is it athletics to get up and down it? No, no, he's probably using some kind of chingong to to do that. Um, yeah, carry me down, and um, I'll ha- I'll I'll like turn to uh, um, Dalfong and ca- hand him uh, tw- the, the, the twelve twelve ounces of celestial plume secretly. <laughs> Right. How how am I supposed to get down? Uh, wait here with um. Oh, well, actually, can, can help burning sword like ferry us down one by one? Mm, uh, probably not the best idea. Leaving you by yourself down there, yeah. whilst he rushes off to collect me. Yeah, so it's, it's fine. Just both of you stay here, and uh, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll investigate first. All right. So he kind of grabs you and glides down. And lands very smoothly, and you're in a uh, a fifty by fifty chamber that's sort of ob- uh, uh, sort of round, and there's an oblong coffin to one side, and you can see that there's a sort of like a stone a stone shelf almost on the op- opposite side of the coffin. Um, can on. I uh, can I just try something up above just very quickly? Um, the, the... What do you want to do? The divot that's been made by the water dripping. Mm-hmm. Is it possible for me to to pour some wine in there, some of my common wine, um, to see if it fills up or if it drains out? Yeah, you can do that. And uh, and uh, you want how much do you want to pour in there? Um, I'd say that I'd pour up to a cupful, and if it hasn't filled up at that point, I'll deduce that it can like pours out. All right, so. Uh, when he does that, Kenny, you 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 detect the wine uh, actually pouring onto the coffin. <laughs> yeah. It's just like Blade, where you have the fucking blood drops as it was that drip down in a very elaborate manner. <laughs> have you seen Blade, any of you? No? <laughs> I have, but years ago, barely remember and it. What did you say your detect was, Kenny? Two D ten. And you can actually see that there is... Remember how there was a hole in the ground from the water? There's a hole in the surface of the coffin itself. 
<laughs> There's a voice that comes from within the coffin. Oh, I haven't had good wine in years. <laughs> Can I, I'll look around. Is there any, like, anything written anywhere? Um, on the shelf behind you is a, is a, a manual on display. Um, it's a, uh, a bamboo scroll. <laughs> well, that was easy. <laughs> Um, can, can, can I see if there's any like anything like weight related sort of trap things? <laughs> um, you don't. Uh, how do you want to look? This is important. How do you want to look? I, I, I want to look around the shelf to see if there's any like mechanisms that's connected weirdly in any places, or is it just a shelf? It looks like it's just a shelf. I'll I'll grab the I'll, I'll take the scroll. Okay, and you said it 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 says uh, five ghost manual on it. Oh Christ! Um... While they're down there, I'm gonna mix together like an ounce of my cyanide with two ounces of celestial plume and just put it aside from the rest of the celestial. <laughs> That's probably plume. way too much. It's probably noticeable at that point. Like, what's the okay? One to f- one to four. I don't know. Uh, make a g- make a me... make a poisoning roll. Nine. <laughs> okay. He accidentally poisons all the other <laughs> celestial plates. <laughs> I mean, we want him alive, and cyanide would actually just kill him, so... Yeah, but, like, it could be if we need... Like, this is a backup if we need a way to kill him. Mm. It could be that we can't capture him, so... We, 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 so we have to kill him. Mm. Make him look natural. Okay. Well, he seemed happy to go to Tonglan anyway, so we could technically... Yeah, when uh, we're just passing through Tonglan, we can just go, hey, do you want to gamble a little bit? Celebrate the fact we got that manual so easily? Let's go in here! <laughs> I, I imagine we'll probably like find an inn to stay um, more than anything else, and then we'll go to uh, call um, Iron God Mung in the night. Okay. Type of thing. Even so, it's a contingency. We might, yeah. need, to, we might need to kill some other uh, Celestial Plumatic at some point. Yeah, yeah like good to have the stuff ready. <laughs> like Iron God Monk. Yeah. Your father. So, um, I'll open the scroll to see, to make sure, that it, does it look like a genuine technique thing? Uh, yeah, it does actually. And, um, let's see. It, uh, let's see. Is it all those stupid claw techniques? I'm just about to get that information for you. Oh. The ones that summon, like, literally evil spirits. So it's the Five Ghost you. Hand Manual. Oh, is it different than And it's And it's, um... It it's, looks like it was written by a game named Master Gui Shan. Um, and he sort of boasts in the beginning about of how he, you know, how he uh, terrorized Fanju... With his uh, with his five ghost hands, and how he built this tomb himself, and uh, all on my own. Oh, nice. A bit of five ghost hands. Yeah. And, uh, so and, and basically, so the techniques that are in here are claws of the ghost, five ghost fingers, grip of the ghost, spirit palm, and clutch of the ghost king. All arm strike techniques. <laughs> yeah. I'll just nod and and and, um, and 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 I'll like join have a look and say different hellbending sword. 
Tell him I'd leave he looks at it. He says this is worth a lot of money. Your boss should be happy. I'll wink and say it's worth a lot of celestial plume. He nods. He says, are you ready to go back? I'll, uh, I'll now take a quick look at the coffin first. Something seems strange about it. He says, do you want me to open it? No. I'll, I'll, I'll nod. <laughs> All right. So he, let's see. Can he, yeah, he just throws the lid off with one hand. And, uh, and you can see inside. Let's see here. There's some wine. <laughs> well, naturally, there's some wine in there. Um, naturally occurring wine. <laughs> but there's no body in there. What there is is there's a hole bored through the bottom. And uh, and some kind of weird stain on the bottom of the of the coffin. Nah, he pissed himself, didn't he? Is it blood? No, it's like a a very sort of brownish color. You don't know what it is, but there's, <laughs> but there's definitely like a, a a stain on the bottom of the coffin. Did you know that when you die, you void your bowels? <laughs> Definitely, most people die inside <laughs> of a coffin. It's, no, it's, vampires. It's it's very difficult to know what substance this was, but whatever's you know, there, there's clearly no body in here, and the water the the water is just boring a hole straight down through the bottom of the coffin. I'll just try again and say uh, maybe I was overthinking things, and uh, we can go. We, we we should leave now. All right, he knows. As you turn around, there's a vampire in front of you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he he carries you up to the shaft. Mm. What was down there? I'll I'll just I I see me um helping sword gave the manual back to me. Yeah the... yeah he handed it back to you. I I'll, I'll just uh, hand the manual over to uh, um the boss and uh, and say we if we got the manual um I think we just need to escape now and uh, we can return to Lady 87. Mm. Maybe I'll be able to see my wife. Do we have to go back so soon? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, uh, we, 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 have, we, we have matters to attend to. Mm. Okay. Who, who's crossing the shaft first? Why don't we have hell oh, burning? I'll, I'll I'll go this time. I've, I've got the torch well, the smoke. Why, why don't why don't why don't we have hell burning sword go? Because you seem to be able to do chingong stuff really easily. Holding one of the rope darts with a rope taut, myself and him providing a tightrope for you guys or whatever. All right, he he grabs the rope, and he crosses easily. Uh, I can hold on to one side to anchor it if you guys want to make easy passage across. I mean, yeah, we can do that. Tightrope across the rope. Well, we don't need to tightrope. We can, like, kind of hold on to it and just yeah, shimmy our way the along. The thing that you guys were doing before is the safer thing, because then you definitely, you know, all that all that matters if you fail is Hellburning Sword managing that muscle roll. Oh, what? Just holding on to the rope and jumping? All right. All right. Let's, let's do it. All right. Jump! I got a sex at the highest. All right, so you leap across fine. I'll go next. <laughs> We've reattached the ropes and stuff. And I got a ten and a nine. Alright, so you leap across fine. I'll take my go. Swig some wine beforehand for courage. I got an eight at the highest. Alright, so you all leap across. And that's I'm going to end it there because it's 650. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. But you guys have 
you know, basically made it back into the nose of the of the of the statue, and and we still got the the sap torch. So those fucking beetles <laughs> fuck with us. Um, hold on, and see. we've got three of them in the box, so I can like 